This is Diana Duwop, and you are listening to the Elijah Bailey Podcast. The Elijah Bailey Show is sponsored by Black & Studios, Oklahoma's premier podcast production company. If you want to start a podcast or simply join and become a supporter of Black & Studios, follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Black & Studios, or send an email to podcast at blackandstudios.com. Remember, it's Black & The Elijah Bailey Show is also sponsored by Bailey Martial Arts Institute, which you can find at 2201 West Edmond Road, Edmond, Oklahoma, 73003. Traditional and functional martial arts for the family. And three, two, one. I'm Elijah Bailey. I'm Richard Taplin. And I have been known as Auditorial Pleasure. Ooh, how's since, that feel? Uh, liberating. It's a lot of a lot of vibrations, a lot of moaning. I like it. It's nice. Cool. You can actually go to my Twitter page, E Bailey Fitness, and it says like podcaster, producer, writer, and one hundred percent pure auditorial pleasure, <laughs> just for your ears. But and on today's show, we have one of the hosts of the phenomenal podcast, which was featured a couple couple weeks ago, maybe a couple months. Um, we have the mighty Michael Maxwell. He's going to join us. He's from the Jack of All Nerds show. You can join Michael, the Jack of All Nerds, and his fellow nerds as they get together and discuss all things nerd-related. Comics, gaming, movies, comedy, pop culture, cosplay, and much, much more. Their show is just like ours. It contains explicit language, and that's how you know it's good. Anytime anybody's using vulgar phrases like Richard does, or yeah, I'm not as vulgar as you sometimes. It's not true. Yeah, it is. On, on the show. It's not true. It's not true. Nope. My Not opening for episode 40 with uh, Red Takes a Golden Corral had you blushing over there. You're like, no, nah, I can't do that for you. Uh, but, <laughs> but before we get into it, how you been, man? I've been doing good. You've been doing good? I see. Uh, wait a second. Say something else. I've been doing good. Uh, it just sounds like your auditorial pleasure as well. That that mic you have there is very handsome. Yes, it is. Yes. And, yes, it's, it is. and it's all black? Yes, it black is. Black in? Okay, okay. Yeah, I like yes. it. Yes. Uh, it's the uh, MXL bcd one mic um, nice that's a uh, dynamic mic for you uh folks that uh yeah don't know yeah 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 it's one of those dynamic ones and um just testing it out this week uh contemplating about buying more mm. buying some goodies up here i know i know you got i know you podcasters think i just pocket all y'all's money but I don't. that's not what i think <laughs> i know better than that yeah, I just pocket most of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the one thing. No, seriously though. But no, I really do. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. But, but no, seriously yeah. though. No, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> no, um, and honestly, just not. I'm not going to do a huge review on on your show on the two different yeah. so the three different mics. But uh, I'm definitely going to be doing a little a little segment on the review of the three mics that we use up here. But yes. for, the, video, for the video money, format, yeah, yeah. For the for the money, it's not too bad. Uh, I do, man. I just love those Audio Technicas, though. Those twenty one hundreds that all the other mics are using. Those are just mm. some sturdy, just versatile mics right there, and they're cheap. Yeah, yeah, affordable. That's affordable. cost efficient. There we go. Cost efficient. Economical, if man, you will. Budget Boom. friendly. I'm. I graduated. Yeah, mobile or <laughs> Super Six. There we go. Super Eight. Super Eight. Boom. Motel Six. Motel Six. It's a little bit better than those. And you know you can trust us because we're not professionals, but we did stay at a Holiday Inn, so <laughs> that, that, that makes <laughs> I it. See up. What you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, man, oh, I've been doing pretty good, man. Uh, watched a uh, episode. Iron Fist. I did finish Iron Fist. 
Yes. What did you think after the review? Was the review that I gave? No, no it was very accurate. It okay. was very accurate. Uh, I think from me coming from, I don't really don't know, know too much shit. about Iron Fist. I know what he looks like and everything. Yeah. And but it was it was okay. It was okay. Mm-hmm. It was okay. It was it was kind very. What did you say, vanilla? I would say vanilla. Yeah, it was very vanilla. Boy, was, vanilla is. There's no wrong vanilla. No, sometimes no, you crave not. vanilla. Sometimes you got to have some vanilla. Yes, but uh, Danny just irritated the living shit out of me throughout the whole damn episode. Was it his hair? Because I heard his the hair, hair was. hair irritated me. Uh, his, <laughs> his, his attitude yeah. irritated me. His, his, even though he's been in the monastery, in, what was, what's that place called? Uh, Kung Lun. Kung Lun for, for 15, 15 years. years. But he, he acted like a complete douchebag. I think did. he's a douchebag. I honestly think he is a douchebag. He did get the booty, though. But he's rich, though. He's a billionaire. He's a billionaire douchebag. That's the second list. And for someone who's been, like, in the monks for, or with the monks. In a heavenly capital city. Yeah, for 15 years, for most of your life, for you to come back to New York as a complete douchebag, yeah, it just. I think Ward had him beat, though, at the beginning. Because Ward went through a transfer. deserves to be a douchebag. Yeah, I give (laughs) it to him. He's been a billionaire or a a millionaire for all of his life. And he never had to train, never had to, you know, get stripped of everything. So, you know, he could play that role. And but, plus, and he's, he had, he's he had trying a lot to live of, the father. He got father-son issues. Yeah, he had a whole bunch. Yeah. Because he, he put it to him like. Yeah, he got some severe. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to just be a man, board. And this, yeah. is what I'm trying, this is what I've been trying to teach you. So if you can't understand that, he emptied And that's out. the worst thing I think Boy. any father can say to their, their child. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just need to be a man. Uh, well, no. I'll show you how to be a man. The, the part that hit me was when his dad said that, but then his sister said, why can't you just grow, grow some balls like dad? And I was like, mm. Mm. you're the only two people he depends on, and you, mm. Mm. You wonder why he has drug problems. Exactly. <laughs> but you did hand me this lovely little reminiscent game here, Gundam Battle Assault 2 on PlayStation. Yes. says it's time to suit up or shut up. Mm. Can't get um, no more simpler and you know, then that what I would like to, because I know this is Elijah Bailey's show, and we have a special guest, and we don't listen to the gamer stand. We just they just tell us when they've said something to us. Uh, I know Stone had a little rebuttal for you. Yeah, I still haven't heard it yet. Yeah, what 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 I can say to that? How I, was it? Did I you, haven't heard it either, but oh. it's Stone, so I, we'd probably just say fuck you. I mean, I think that covers all of it. I mean, <laughs> when I heard what he told me, he was going to say to you, and why? Oh, I was that's like, right, off of the Jarvis show. Yeah. Yeah. It makes so. it was so, so crazy. It's like I didn't even remember going <laughs> in on him until he brought it up. And I was sitting there, and I had a discussion with him. I was like, dude, honestly, like I tried my hardest to kind of stay close to the truth on that time. He said, but I knew it was going to come up. I was like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what it's happens. about gaming, dude. It's like when you think <laughs> of the worst. when you have your ass in it. Worst L's in history. But I digress. We have Mr. Michael Maxwell on the show with us today. We spent long enough here conversing, talking about because you know. Wait, we, not yet. Did you watch the latest episode of Dragon Ball Super? You know I did. Now that fight between Goku and Krillin. Mm. I'm 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 torn. Can can we just do, can you give me two minutes? Well, Michael watches Dragon Ball too. He was on uh, actually on Krillin. It. So if you guys don't know Michael Maxwell, okay. he he was um he's on the Jack of All Nerd Show. He was also on Krillin it, the podcast before we came out with Krillin it live stream. So we'll ask Michael. If he's on, if not, then after the show we'll go into it because okay. episode eighty four, Gohan had to show some respect to the old G Krillin, and, but that's it's episode eighty four. That's not the one that came out, was it? This mm-hmm. is a, okay, okay. Or was gotcha, it eighty three yeah. or eighty four? Did don't, you see? Did I you see remember. Skinny Boo? 
I did not see Skinny Boo. Okay, so what would we'll do? Was this this past episode when when Krillin and, Go- and Goku was on the on the top of the building with Android eighteen, Gohan and Oh, I missed the preview. That boy, <laughs> boy, he's kind of looks different. <laughs> he looks like Goku. He looks like a uh, fucking. He looks like Goku. Like Boo ate Goku. Yeah, he's in shape. What if he did? What if he got superpowers from that? What if he absorbed everybody and then went out to a tournament and laid everybody out? He could. Hey. But but the, then he'll probably he'll probably lose his mind. Yeah. The Elijah Bailey show starts right fucking now. And we are back to the illustrious Oklahoma's favorite podcast. How does it feel to hear that, Richard? Oklahoma's favorite podcast. Eh. Wow. It's, it's expected, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it is expected. So, you know, stuff I mean, like if that. If you really look at me and you look at you and people are like, why wouldn't they have Oklahoma's most successful podcast? Those guys are Red States of Golden Corral can go suck a dick. Huh. But let's start things off the right way before we introduce our guests. They do that very good, too. They do. Yeah. Let's do our shout-outs to all the groups that support us. So you can find, again, go to the descriptions. Everything is hyperlinked into the description. So our podcast and cosplay of the week, anime and manga of the month. Also, any of the public groups that you can find on Facebook, like the Extraordinary Journey of a Black Nerd, Black Nerd Problems, Black Nerd Squad. You can go and follow those groups and support them because they've been supporting the show ever since the beginning. Also, anything about our guests, any of their work, any of their music. Last show that you got to hear John Gartner's uh, single, Different. The show before that was, what do you want to say about Different? Baby baby Jesus. Yeah, GQ Baby Jesus. Uh, you also got a link to send you to Diana Duop's website so you can buy her artwork or have her come as your uh, doula, uh, get other information from her. So just make sure to check in the description as I spend moderate amount of time on those. I just want to make sure it makes it easy for you. Again, like I said last time. It's like taking a shit and not having to wipe your ass. We're doing it for you. Hmm. So, shout out to the Extraordinary Journey of a Black Nerd Group. They've been putting up some polls. The Last night's poll was to decide if Thomas went to go see Power Rangers or uh, Ghost in the Shell. And Power Rangers won out. So, he went and saw that. He's going to give a uh, review on that later. Uh, also, Black Nerd Squad, Black Nerd Problems, the OKC Podcast Community, and then Podcasting Smarter Groups on f- Facebook. Thank you guys for always supporting the show. Thank you guys for continuing to give out information, especially podcast-specific, to help us out. I know that Jennifer Crawford just gave um, a post out about how to monetize off social media and then also the biggest podcasting platform in ranking order. So that way, if you're a podcast, you know, how do, how do we get into the group, Richard? Me. The two Richard, yeah. So you guys have to find Richard on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. <laughs> oh, how do you get into podcasting smarter? Uh, yeah. Ooh, <laughs> I, I can't indulge secrets you can't, like that. Okay, dude. okay. So it's an exclusive group, but if you do get in, we've we've actually accepted another guy, Dan. Dan's listened to all the podcasts here at Black and Studios. Shout out to Dan. But they give you information on how to be successful. Yeah, just just reach out to Jennifer Crawford. Yes, the host of Podbeam's official podcast and exactly. the leader for podcasting smarter, but. It has come to that time. The mighty Mr. Michael Maxwell. Mr. Maxwell. Mm. Boy, (laughs) I wonder how many women just cream themselves just hearing that name. M.M. M&M's. What woman doesn't love M&M's? Seriously. And Mm. then when you talk, you say my last, what's your last? Mr. Maxwell. Damn. (laughs) How's it going, Michael? (laughs) It's going uh, pretty good, actually. I mean, I'm, after all, I'm I'm on Oklahoma's favorite podcast, so I guess... uh, 
Things are moving up. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. And for you guys that didn't know this, I was on the Jack of All Nerds show. Uh, when did you guys have me on? Uh, it was a couple a couple months ago. Yeah, I think so. Like January? Wasn't it January? Yeah. I think it was in, say. in January, and we kind of talked about what I was looking forward to in trailers, and we got on the big deal for Transformers, which uh, Transformers are the... They will not die. <laughs> they will never die. <laughs> They'll keep making movies over and over. But it was an enjoyable time. We talked about martial arts, fitness, and just all the shows I, I'm on at Black and Studios. And so now it's time for us to introduce you to the world or for you to introduce yourself to the world. Because Michael that I met, I heard on an episode of Krill It with Derek. And I think if he was gone, so it was just you two and Danny. Mm-hmm. And you were talking about an old school episode of Dragon Ball Z. And I was like, man, these guys sound awesome. Well, and then I was <laughs> I like, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, it's it's clicking. Yeah, it clicks. And I was like, man, they're talking about Dragon Ball Z. So let's go ahead and find their podcast and listen and just kind of see what kind of podcast it is. So anybody that comes on a show and they're like, yeah, check out my podcast. I like to. And I was like, oh, this is right up my alley. Movies, pop culture, comedy. I mean, it's funny. It's fun. You guys are just talking real shit. Um, one, <laughs> so what else do you do besides the Jack of All Nerds show? Uh, well, it, that actually does take up quite a bit of my of my life. Um, but I uh, I'm a writer, a thespian on occasion. A thespian, yeah. Of course, um, with a last name like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was natural. Uh, no, I work uh, like my day job is I work for a company called The Dinner Detective. Hmm. I'm not sure if anyone's heard of it. it it's uh, it is America's largest interactive murder mystery dinner show. Oh, we wow. don't just we don't just say that uh, because they're a sponsor. <laughs> 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 but it's uh, it's a lot of fun. That uh, yeah, that's that's my day job. I work, what is uh, that? If you don't mind me asking, like like what 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 does that entail? Um, the show, like the, what N- dinner detective is? Yeah. So it's um, I don't know if you've ever done a murder mystery show before. They they come in all shapes and sizes. Some of them are very serious in in how you solve the murder. Some of them are uh, very period, like where the actors are dressed up in costumes from another era. Mm-hmm. Um, Dinner Detective is none of those things. It's contemporary. It's filled with comedy, uh, a lot of improvised comedy. Um, but it's uh, it's one of those things where you attend and anyone in the room could be the killer. And uh, they have a couple of detectives who come in and they really kind of run the show and uh, interact with the audience. And like I said, there's just a lot of fun to be had and a lot of comedy. Oh, wow. That sounds fun. So it's like a mixture between Clue and Scooby-Doo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, at, least, at least that's how my mind processed. <laughs> that's how Richard does. Richard's on a... Uh... Sorry. We don't want to say lower level. I'm sorry. You're a, a lower mortal level. I'm sorry. <laughs> so what roles do you do? You sounds have, fun though. Do you have a reoccurring role, or do you just are you all over the place? Well, I because it's my day job. I actually work. I'm a box office manager for multiple locations that my boss owns. So I, I run nice. the day to day, and then uh, I do I do a perform occasionally. I, I am a detective on a regular basis. Nice. Mm. Mm. We need something like that in Oklahoma. We do. I think there was a. You guys franchise? Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Hmm. Hmm. We're rubbing our goatees right now, yes. and I'm grinding my hands. <laughs> well, not immensely. really, just because it picks up on the mic really bad. Yeah. But, uh, but you can imagine. Yeah. Spiritually, we are. Spiritually. So that <laughs> that is the day job, and then by night, you are the villain um, counterpart to Batman. Am I correct? 
Well, I don't know who you've been talking to. <laughs> and if you guys don't know who that is, just kill yourself right now. That is the, <laughs> that is the Joker. Did you actually... I was, I was trying not to go full Joker because I don't know how sensitive this microphone is. I don't want to... <laughs> <laughs> I have to get much louder to be the Joker. So is the Joker your favorite... No, 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 wait, wait, okay, no, wait, 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 get, get that, get okay, that sorry. weak-ass question I'm out of sorry. here. When was the first time, since I, I, you apparently have to love the Joker, since it's like a part of you, uh, who, I mean, when, when was the first time you actually inter, like, encountered the Joker? Encountered the Joker? Yes. Oh, that is a, that's an excellent question. I, I want to say probably the... Uh, the '89 Batman, mm-hmm. Jack Nicholson. Okay, yes. so the, so so it was a Jack Nicholson Joker that kind of started reeling the bait out to you to reel you into the world of the Joker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I I loved his performance, even though a lot of people say it was he was just being Jack Nicholson, which eh, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, he, he <laughs> if was. it fits, it fits. He was, but uh, but he was still great. And then of course, um, you know, the uh, Batman the animated series came out shortly thereafter, and that's really you know. To me, Mark Hamill it's did one joke. of the greatest Jokers of all time. Mm-hmm. So preach it. Yeah, but, that's, uh, that's the way it typically. Because whenever I read any Batman comics, it's Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill. Those are the voices that are in my head whenever I'm reading them. Now, mm-hmm. the Mister Freeze, uh, I kind of go Arnold on that. I'm afraid that my condition has left me cold. To your pleas of mercy. I mean, he, he's, he's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he seems like it's like ah, that's rational for that voice. But yeah, that that the Batman animated series is, I think, a lot of people's home and oh, what yeah. they call yeah. it's like. I mean, that intro, the music epitome, is mm-hmm. like. The Joker. When did you start cosplaying? Um, honestly, I didn't start cosplaying until I started the show, uh, the Jack of All Nerd show, because I, I, and honestly, I did it to promote the show. Mm. Like I wasn't like I want to go cosplay. I just, you know, that was one of those things. Because um, I I started doing the voice before the cosplay, and it just seemed like a natural progression. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, originally it was just like trying to get the word out about our show. Nice. And when did the Jack of All Nerds show actually start? What year? Uh, it will be four years in Ooh. May. Man, wow. that is nice. We're just now coming up on two this upcoming November. I think so. Um, For this yeah, show, anyway. Yeah, 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 you're about right. Uh, Mike, so what, what made you guys want to start getting into the podcasting world? I have uh, I've always had an obsession with radio. Uh, when I was a, a much younger man, uh, when I was a child, I used, a to, <laughs> <laughs> I used to record uh, fake radio shows on uh, like a recording over my mom's cassette tapes. Oh, dude, you no. too? Yep. <laughs> yeah, you... me and my sister used to do that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's where it all began. It was me and my sister as well. We both <laughs> used to do that. So. Um, and then... Uh, I kind of, you know, I got, got into other things, acting and, and writing and stuff like that. So the whole radio idea went by the wayside. But uh, I I don't even remember where the idea came from. I think I came up with the name of the show before I was like, hey, I should do a podcast. Um, there was a show called King of the Nerds, mm-hmm. I think, on TBS. Mm-hmm. And they they had like an open audition where you could you know just record a video and submit it and as i was recording the video for it i found myself saying that i don't really consider myself a king of the nerds because my 
my interest is in so many different areas. So like I know a little bit about a lot and I'm not focused in one particular area. So I was, I'm more of a jack of all nerds. Mm. And as soon as it came out of my mouth, I was like, oh, my God. He was like, that's a bingo. Yeah. (laughs) The Elijah Bailey of all nerd show. I think that's the way we're going to go now. (laughs) So I hit up um, Derek, who is a stand-up comedian. I was like, hey, man, how would you like to talk nerd stuff on a podcast with me? And he was like, I love it. Let's do it. And, um, yeah, and then we started just recording in the living room. And within a few months, uh, Chaotic Radio, one of their producers listened to it and said, hey, we'd love to have you guys over here. So. Yeah, that's we nice. Wow. That's real nice. Like, no radio station asked us shit, so we were like, well, let's just go make a fucking studio. Let's do our own <laughs> shit then, you stingy bastards. <laughs> so, so how did that feel, like, having a radio station, like, reach out to you guys? Is that when you feel like, I mean, like, when was it during you guys recording and releasing the episodes? I'm pretty sure early on you probably realized, like, wow, this is a lot of work. Um, mm. then, mm-hmm. yeah, then I probably considered a podcast to be, I think, I don't think I've met anyone yet to say that, oh no, this stuff is easy breezy. Um, but when was it that you felt like, oh shit, like this shit is actually going, like we are actually growing fans. So this is actually growing to a beast that we have birthed. Uh, I think it was about that time. And I want to say, let's see, May, June, July, August, within, yeah, it was within like seven months of starting that we had uh, been contacted by chaotic and that was a, that was the time i was like wait what who mm. you want to talk to us like you know this, this is fantastic well, this is getting real yeah i mean it was it and don't get me wrong it wasn't uh as glamorous as i'm making it sound because when we went to go meet with the station managers uh they're like okay guys yeah we love what you do but here's the situation it costs 400 dollars a month for you to do your show here and we're like uh oh Oh, we have to pay. Oh, you okay? Oh, right, we, we, we thought you guys it. just wanted to hang out with us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, but we got some sponsors together, and uh, you know, to cover that. But uh, yeah, that's good. That's good, yeah. man. So, let me ask you this: another podcasting question, uh, mm-hmm. and to kind of tie along with the question I just asked, what was something that uh, not just from the sponsoring uh, sponsorships and the radio, but what was something that a fan has done? that made like what was one of the most memorable things you can remember okay uh one of our fans uh, from uh, florida he every year he comes out for san diego comic-con and um one year when he came out he did a tour of all of our sponsors on the show he came out to the etiwanda roadhouse he went and visited four color fantasies comic book store when they were a sponsor, the only thing he couldn't do was uh, go to a dinner detective show. But he uh, he made the point of going around to all our sponsors to check them out while he was in California. Wow, and I was that's like, cool. That, that is, is cool. That's nice. Yeah. Dedication right there. Yeah. Yeah. And then that also goes to show like how much our fans, you know, actually do appreciate trust, appreciate, what we do, yeah. and also trust our word. You know, if we're sitting exactly. here sponsoring a certain company or, you know, a store or a certain product, you know, it feels good that our fans are actually going out there and following along no following through with it like hey this person that i listen to weekly loves this stuff let me go check it out as well yeah on the side note because richard you know he has to take my questions that's what he does on my show but don't do that (laughs) i don't like that Uh, finger finger guns i saw it (laughs) (laughs) the wink and the gun Uh, what has been the most memorable guest that you've had on the show excluding me i don't want to you know take the limelight here but (laughs) out of four Uh, years out of four years, 
The most memorable um, for me, because I had to work so hard to get this guest and they, they came back. Uh, it was a phone interview both times, but... Um, do you guys know who Tom Lennon is? Yes, dude. Uh, Officer Dangle. I That's not. right. That is From correct. Reno 911. Oh. Yeah, and he's been on um, At Midnight several times. Okay, yeah, he, yeah, 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 He's yeah. actually a producer on At Midnight, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yes, he is. And yeah. uh, also on the, the Odd Couple on CBS. Oh, and dude. He was in the last Transformers movie, little little cameo. Um, so he's, he does a lot of stuff. He's big in the, in the nerd realm. Um, I launched a twitter campaign to get him to come on the show because i Dude. for whatever reason i did i was tweeting at midnight i was doing something involving him on an episode of at midnight and he liked it and mm. and i was like oh this guy's reachable because not everybody Likes, you know posts, does that yeah. on twitter yeah and so i i was like tom lennon i am gonna photoshop you into a famous movie <laughs> shot every day until you agree to call into our show and it, the first time around it took me like a month wow I did it. One photo a day, and he finally was like, what's the number? And then uh, he mm-hmm. called in, and, I mean, we only talked to him for maybe 15, 20 minutes, but it was it was amazing. And then the the next year, I did the same thing, and, uh, and he called in again. So that, for me, has been one of the most memorable. Wow. So I, let, let yeah. me recap this. So you, Persistence. You, you, yeah, seriously. Like, so you photoshopped him on a picture every day for at least a month? Mm-hmm. Wow. Twice. Wow. <laughs> I want to say it went longer the second time. Oh, dude, that's badass. That's badass. Yeah. I, I respect that, man. I'm going to be like, uh, Tom, I know Michael. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't make us have to do this. Just come on the show. You know what to do. But that is, I mean, when you want some, go out and get it. And I think we had this question a couple, maybe about a month and a half ago on the OKC podcast community deal. How do you guys get high value or celebrities on the show? And I said, you know, I've been talking to John Wesley Shipp, who was the original Flash. Nice. uh, And just back and forth, just basic stuff. Like there was a lady named Charlene. Shout out Charlene. I talked to her last night. She had never seen those Flash episodes where John Wesley Shipp was Barry Allen. And so I was like, yeah, just buy the box set. It's great. And he was tagged in all these conversations. He just started talking with us. But you have to be persistent because you want to not only meet somebody that that is a personal hero or somebody that you admire, but you also want to have your listeners enjoy that as well. They might not know who Tom Lennon is or John Wesley Shipp or Grant Gustin. So bringing them on the show, like, man, I want to check that out. Mm-hmm. And for what they do as actors and performers and writers and producers, that's a whole nother side of the world that people that enjoy entertainment don't get to see that. I mean, that's amazing though. Yeah. And you know, what's funny is that sometimes you think about certain people in the industry and you're like, oh, I'd never be able to get them, but just ask. Yeah. I mean, it is a numbers game. I like to, I liken it to, if you're trying to like pick up a girl at a club, it's a, it's a numbers game. You know, you're going to, you're going to strike out a lot, yeah. yeah. but, but when it lands, that's good. You know, it so is. he reminds me of, uh, what's that guy's name on uh, King of the Hill? Which one? The one who, uh, he's like, actually my favorite character on King of the Hill. Uh, the one that talks really fast. You can't really understand him. i tell you what, man, about Mexico, man, you go down there, you're going to load up on them dang old chiclets, man. That's why you go down there to wheel and deal with them dang old guys talking about un camino dos mujeres. What? Oh. <laughs> oh, not Dale, but um, uh, uh, now you're fucking me up. Damn it, you shouldn't ask me. Sorry, I would have known it. Um, 
I'll get it here in a minute. But I know who you're talking about. Like the ladies, he's wearing the speedos and yeah, all that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's some, I remember an episode he was trying to teach uh, Bobby. <laughs> yeah, he was trying to teach Bobby about picking up girls. Yeah. He's like, it's all about numbers. You know, if I talk to 30, there's at least about two of them is going to holler at me and take, I can go home. Yeah. With <laughs> hands in his pocket and whatnot. But I do that. That's really cool. And I'm glad you was able to get to share that with uh, the Elijah Bailey show, uh, our listeners and fans as well. Yeah, because I mean, there's a lot of people that have sent us stuff like, how do you start a podcast? I really thought about doing this. And most of them join here at Black and Studios, but some of them are hesitant because they're like, we need celebrities on our show or that's what we want. I don't know how to go about it. And you heard it here from Mr. Maxwell himself. Just ask. Everybody's got, I just asked uh, Finn Jones and then Jessica Henwick to come on the show. I haven't heard anything from them. So best believe I'm about to be putting out pictures for there a month. There you go. There you go. You heard it. <laughs> but. You you talk about um, or one of the things I want to ask you before we kind of get into your your theater background is you are the owner of Shattered Reality Publications, correct? Uh, yes. And yeah. wh- what is that exactly? Uh, well, Shattered Reality it's, it hasn't really gone anywhere, but that's uh, that was an attempt that a buddy of mine and I had at um, I wrote my own role playing tabletop role playing game. Mm. And a couple of them actually, and he was an artist who did all the artwork for him. And we kind of were like, you know what? Let's let's make our own company. And I say that with air quotes. Um, so, <laughs> I know that feeling though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shattered reality was uh, was the end result. And uh, for whatever reason, he and I just kind of went different ways. Like, uh, and so it never never really shaped up to anything. The game is still in existence. Like, I have the books. Um, they're available for purchase and the game's a lot of fun to play, but, uh, yeah, unfortunately that, that didn't really go anywhere. Also, like, I don't know if you know anything about the tabletop role-playing game world, but that is a a ridiculously hard industry to make any money at. Mm. So I I feel like we have another Ben Wyatt here with us. I feel like no Joshua Unruh. That's what I was thinking. Dude, there's so many people around us that are doing stuff. We're like, hey, we got some podcasts. Well, I just said Joshua Unruh because I know he's a huge tabletop. Oh, yeah. Him and Vinton, they do that podcast on it. Yeah. It's good for podcasting for the community that – because the community that is tabletop gaming, very strong, very connected, you know, enjoy playing games. And most of the the local shops will let you come in and play a game at the shop, you know, Mm -hmm. and and experience it. But it's one deal that it's – financially people don't see the worth and the value in it. And it's a lot a lot better than I mean, if you like Monopoly and you like shoots and ladders, this is like Monopoly, <laughs> that stuff is on like a one or a two. This is like ten and twelve because you get immersed in the world. That sound a lot, dude. Monopoly can get very hairy. Uh, Monopoly will get you to whoop somebody's ass. Yeah. Tabletop gaming <laughs> you tabletop gaming it's like, uh there might be some penalties if I come across this table and I do I do I want to give that ass whooping or do I want to win this game? Okay. It, it, the the choices are a lot harder to make but it's something that that is very hard to in monopoly all that means is i gotta pick up my money <laughs> pick up your money and go <laughs> um besides the the shattered reality i mean you know if you're looking for partners me and richard are always looking for things to do you know especially elijah why you why can't you just <laughs> no i'm just joking you know. i just got those shade when i can throw it man <laughs> last show I, I was a little rusty on my shade you were drawing, you were so i, gotta, I, I was kind of embarrassed yeah you know, i gotta pick that back up um <laughs> the next thing I wanted to talk about was you study liberal arts at Cooper Mountain College, Joshua Tree, California, correct? Oh, Co- Copper Mountain College. Copper. Yeah. There we Woo! go. So you, uh, you did some Facebook stalking. Yeah, <laughs> dude. I lay in wait in those Facebook creases like, is he gone yet? There we go. 
dude. <laughs> so yes, sir. That is, the... that is so good that that you. I'm glad you said that, uh, Mike. Because yeah. that, no, that is good, yeah. man. Like you, I, I get. I was gonna give you props. To him. I'm like, wow, dude, you have stepped up your game. <laughs> you got you go where you gotta go. You know where the work is is where I go. <laughs> but but how is that experience? Was was that your primary choice for college or you know the programs out there was that something that enticed you or um wow look i mean i am a, a proud owner of a, an associates of the arts degree in uh in liberal studies from copper mountain that is true um i it, look I'm not gonna lie to you um college was never big on my agenda of like things to do uh, my mother was in the army and so I had uh, gotten like VA benefits to go to college. So I was like, here, go and we'll pay you. So I went and that was really like I just – I don't know. The things that I wanted to do with my life, acting and writing, college was not going to help me with. Hmm. Like I don't yeah. know if, how many successful actors actually have a theater degree, but that doesn't mean anything at an audition. And the same with writing. Like, they don't care that I have a degree in creative writing or liberal arts. Like, it's what's on the page. And nowadays, it's often just who you know. Uh, So none none of that really did anything. And I thought maybe at one point I wanted to be a teacher. And then I realized I hate children. (laughs) I I hate them so much. So, yeah. So that's just the way the uh, cookie crumbled, huh? Yeah, pretty much. But right. hey, thanks, thanks for bringing up that painful memory. Hey, anytime. <laughs> that was you know. good. And it was you no, know, no. What was so good about that question is because throughout the whole show, you could tell like like Mike had his like game face on, mm-hmm. and you, you just threw him like a curve. He was like, oh, sh- <laughs> shit, uh, Joshua God, Tree. Damn. We don't, yes, we don't yes, speak yes, about I did Joshua go Tree. There. <laughs> Fuck, man. Uh, I, shit. I've got some great stories from that time in my life that. Uh, that are they're I mean they're funny they're genuinely funny but I don't think we have time for them so oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's one thing like this is why I tell people if you can go to college and get a grant or a fund or do something for free like I took my my scholarship in music knowing that I damn well wasn't going to go for music I'm fitness I could have sworn you were going to be in like the, boy the, the, I tricked the all sympathy. you I tricked all <laughs> your asses. No, dude. I didn't even like practicing. In high school, I was like in the second band because I didn't want to practice. <laughs> but you don't have to. I mean, take whatever avenue is available for you to kind of learn a little bit. Like, Richard, what, what's your what's your credit look like for school right now? My what? Your credit look like for school. My what? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what credit yeah. time, sir? High school credit? Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> and yet, Black and Studios is here with almost 20 podcasts underneath the belt. We're all learning production value, but quality. But kids definitely stay in school. Yeah, you need to stay in school, <laughs> especially if your parents are paying for it. Yeah, but after they stay in school and, and make yeah. the best out of it. I just wanted to bring a, a little bit of light to this. I, I heard some things from Derek, so I just wanted to show it out on the show. <laughs> <laughs> last thing that we'll talk about just briefly before we go to break is the process that you guys have for the Jack of All Nerds show, what, cause you do a lot of work for this show. What is your process as a podcaster and a producer of this show? Um, I mean, a lot of it is kind of based on the guests that we'll have on the show. I do, um, you know, that can dictate the topic of the, sh- the show and whatnot, but I always also try to come up with something fun to do with said guest um and it's not necessarily always nerd related although i try to keep it in that that vein but um i don't know man just wacky ideas pop into my brain and i'm like 
yeah, that'll that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. And most of the time it is, and it is a lot of work. And sometimes like we don't always have time for it. Uh, best example was if I want to say like two two weeks back, we had some guests on from uh, another you know like nerd community. Uh, they they have their own streams on Facebook, and they've mm-hmm. got a convention that they do called they're called Nerdbot, uh, Nerdbot Media. Oh, and we yeah, had a couple yeah. of their their guests, uh, their hosts on our show, and I. Um, uh, no, we did. I don't know. We did Mad Libs with them, but that was the thing for that week. Like we interviewed them about the show for a half hour. We did all of our other bits, and then I was like, you know what? We're gonna play Mad Libs on the air just because I discovered this gigantic. When I say get gigantic, guys, it's like a hundred pages of Mad Libs that was at Walmart for seven dollars. And I was like, all right, let's do that. That's gonna be a thing. Jeez. And um, you know, it's just just random stuff. But uh, I, I don't know. I just I try to think of. It's one of those things where I'm doing the show for me, not necessarily for the listeners. And I yeah. know that sounds incredibly selfish, but no, no, it doesn't. At all. <laughs> <laughs> listeners, we love you, but fuck off. No. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, that doesn't well, sound selfish at all. <laughs> it's one of those things where I feel like if I'm having fun on the show, that's going to translate. And one of the things that that a lot of our listeners say they love about our show is that they feel like they're one of the one of the gang you know what i mean like they're hanging out they feel like they're involved in the conversation they're just laughing along with friends and so i feel like if i'm having fun that's going to translate out to the listener they're going to have fun too is probably not always the case sometimes i think (laughs) we're having way more fun than anybody listening could possibly be having (laughs) listening to us but yeah Dude, I'm I'm right there with you guys every week. So if if not anybody else, and you know Elijah Bailey's having fun, because <laughs> I die laughing. Some of the stuff just just off the walls. Like you know what? I'd say some shit like that right now. And you know what? It makes me feel comfortable that other people are saying it as well. <laughs> I appreciate that. And with that, let's take our first pause for the cause, and we'll be right back with Oklahoma's premierest, favoritest podcast, Elijah Bailey Show. <laughs> This is Richard Taplin, host of Black and Studios, The Black Box. Join Elijah Bailey and myself as we explore new topics on how to self-improve ourselves and also find out about everything that's going on behind the scenes at Black and Studios. Please be sure to follow us at Black and Studios on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and also come to our website, blackandstudios.com, where you can find all the podcasts we record here. And to find this show, just type in Black and Studios, The Black Box on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Podbean, you name it. Once again, thank you for your support, and remember, it's Black and Coming to you from a little bit of anime, this is Monica Robinson. And Elijah Bailey. The podcast that walks the line. It's detailed enough for some hardcore fans, but we also keep it simple for the casual new anime viewer also. To listen to our podcast or to find out more about us, our show, or to contact us, go to our official Facebook page, A Little Bit of Anime. To find us on Twitter or Instagram, go to Bitto Anime. And to find anything about us, go to www.blackandstudios.com, where you can click on our link and have access to all our shows.
And we're back with Casey Kasem's top nine. Finally, he came Finally, back. Finally, he came back, this son of a bitch. <laughs> lazy He's, son of a bitch. He is lazy. Him and him and uh, Randy Savage, all of them is lazy as fuck. <laughs> I haven't done any voices in Because I use all of them on a little bit of anime. That's what it is. Uh, but we're back here with Michael Maxwell. How are you doing, sir? Uh, I'm doing well. Thank we, you. We just took a very extensive trip to Joshua Tree, and now we're back in Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't mind, uh, Mike, can you just tell our listeners, like, where can they find your podcast at? Uh, well, you can find links to all our social media and uh, and all our podcast episodes at our website, jackofallnerdsshow.com. Uh, and you can also find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, if anybody listens to Google Play. Uh, all those places. <laughs> That's very funny that you said that too. I was just pulling number reports for Google Play, for Google Play like like, this morning. I was like, "Huh?" Is this, I guess I don't even listen to stuff on Google. Is this Play, still a but thing? It is here? Yeah, dude. Okay, so you have many fandoms. I mean, it's it's in the description of the Jack of All Nerds uh, show: comics, movies, pop culture, cosplay. Um, one of the things that I want to talk about is what is your favorite medium of fan? Like what's the one thing that you can, no matter if you're tired of it, you can keep going back to over and over again. Ooh, uh, definitely movies. Movies probably. Yeah. Cause one of the things like as a writer, a lot of times I'll have movies playing in the background while I'm writing. And while that seems counterproductive, um, for me, I, I don't know. Like, it just it helps me get through the okay. process. Like, yeah. I can't sit. I can't sit in silence and write. That's just not how I do things. Um, but yeah, movies are something like I can watch movies over and over again if I enjoy them. Uh, my favorite movie of all time is Clue, and mm-hmm. I can I could just watch that movie on a loop, Dude. which is insane. But have you seen Clue, Richard? Mm-mm. You have not seen Clue. Used to come on Comedy Central when Comedy Central was. Doing comedy a lot central. more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, like central for comedy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I love Clue. Uh, let's do this because I don't think we've asked you what your favorite movie is, Richard. My favorite movie? Yeah. Muffet Treasure Island. Muffet Treasure Island? Uh huh. All right. That's it's nice. An, it's, it's an excellent choice. Thank you. Mine is Blazing Saddles. Blazing <laughs> Saddles. I think I knew that too. <laughs> you Strong, did. guys. Uh-huh. Man, we, I mean, we're having you on the show. We got to... Got to come correct. Yeah. We, we looked all <laughs> night online to find these movies that you would approve of. I went through your Facebook <laughs> multiple times, and this is what I came up with. But uh, when you guys talk about gaming, like Richard said, he just now watched the Overwatch uh, stream that you guys did on Facebook. Or that was actually from Twitch that was posted up on Facebook. And I really like how you said that, too. You started that, that little live face, and, you know, we're not going to be living on Twitch yeah. how most people do. <laughs> yeah. But we will well, occasionally stop Look, by. there's, there's, I mean, aside from just the people, I did not know that watching video games was a thing. Like, mm-hmm. that's how, and when I discovered Twitch, I was like, wait, people pay to just watch other people play video games? That's insane. Yep. Yeah. The world but, we live in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, Twitch is also like blown up into such a bigger thing. I was recently on the uh, Krillinit Super After Show on Hyper RPG, and like, first off, they're they're amazing. Their studio is amazing, but yeah. like the fact that they just have so much different content that's not even all necessarily video game themed, and people just like 
eat it up, man. Just sitting yeah, there it's, watching. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's insane. <laughs> You're like, what are you guys? How do you guys got this much free time to just watch this? Yeah. yeah so, so I signed up and like I, I also. You know, Overwatch was the first time I played Overwatch. I'm definitely behind uh, <laughs> on that. I'm it actually playing better. I, I haven't even yet to play it yet. Oh, yeah. It was one of those where I'm just, I'm not big into online yeah. games. And so, you know, it's whatever. It, I'm having fun with it. It's a, it's a silly, fun little game. It, I don't know how much time I could spend playing it because it's not, there's not a lot to do. Mm-hmm. There's a few different online modes and there's a lot of different characters to play through. But yeah, it's one of those where it's a, uh, and I, I'm not trying to offend anyone that's a fan of Overwatch, but it's a fun little time waster. That's all I can say well, about it. So I want to ask you this, Mike, because you actually said this on, on that video as well, is that you were disappointed that it didn't have a campaign. Mm-hmm. And with a lot of games now starting to roll out, I'm glad Titanfall 2 finally decided to get a campaign. campaign I never yeah. played it. Um, but with a lot of games starting to roll, or there was a phase, hardcore, where games were seriously nothing but online. I mean... Shoot, even a basic game like Street Fighter Five didn't even have a story when it first came out. It yeah. just had, you know, online multiplayer and versus mode. How does that feel for you when games I, do that? Do you feel yeah, like you're I cheated? I do. I do feel like I'm cheated because they're you know, the games are not cheap. And nowadays with the with DLCs and stuff like that, you're not just paying sixty bucks for a game. You're paying oftentimes for what an additional twenty to thirty dollars for a season pass yeah. uh, to unlock content that, in a, in a lot of cases, should probably have been in, included in the original game. Mm-hmm. Um, and look, I get it; you guys have costs, but it just seems in excess in a lot of times, and especially when you have games that come out like the original Titanfall that had no campaign. Yeah. Um, you know, I like I jumped on board because I was like, "What? We get to pilot mechs? Yeah, this is mm-hmm. awesome!" And then, so I was I was over that game so fast. <laughs> Something that I, I really wish they would go all out. Give us a, give us a game that has some meat to it. Something that we're gonna want to spend additional money for for additional content, if that's the case. Yeah, you know? yeah, because like saying nowadays, like a lot of the DLC isn't really like optional downloadable content. It's like you need this downloadable content to really get the full extent of the game, which mm-hmm. when downloadable content first came out, it always felt like, you know, this is extra stuff. Like yeah. this is, mm-hmm. if you're really loving this game and you want maybe the extra characters, the extra little side quests or the extra costumes, extra story, we got you if you want to pay for it. But now it seemed like, you know, even when Mortal Kombat did it with uh, Mortal Kombat X, you know, you had nobody you could play with. And mm-hmm. even Street Fighter, it came out. It was like, oh, no, you really want all the good characters? No, you got to pay us for this. Yeah. But we're only going to give you like about six characters to start out with. And then you get two next time. Yeah, you get two and next time. And you pay time. twice as much. Yeah. Like, come on, dude. I just think <laughs> now that we know, or now that developers know, like we got these hits and we got the, the ingenuity and the creativity to do this, let's start holding people hostage. Holding <laughs> people's wallets hostage. Because I still, as much as I love Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2 and, and Naruto Shippuden, that Boruto and that extra stuff, I'm like, mm, I can do without it. Yeah. I can fucking do without it. Uh, I'd rather pick up downloadable content, unfortunately. Mm, yeah. Now it's just it's it's just depressing now. <laughs> so <laughs> let's do this. Let's open up the duffel bag, Richard. And in the duffel bag, we have all Sorry. these. 
There was carbonated you, in it. I think someone wasted a drink in there, dude. You could just open the duffel bag <laughs> let that shit spill out. You always have to throw it against the wall, or you have like four or five duffel bags. And That time, someone had some ginger ale and wasted it in there, dude. And that's my son of a bitch of the week right there. Uh, <laughs> but we, we have a comic book conversation, and we've all seen the trailers. Um, when I first asked Michael, and Derek was supposed to be here, but, you know, he works at Verizon, so he uh, had to go to work today. They're holding him hostage so he couldn't be here. But we had just seen, or the Justice League trailer just came out. So I wanted to get you guys' thoughts on what you, how do you feel about the new Justice League that's coming out in November? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's never how, good. How much, how much time you got? We got uh, <laughs> <laughs> Look, I know a lot of people really liked this trailer. Um, and I can give you Derek's opinions because we actually just talked about it uh, last week is that he uh, he loved the trailer. He liked the trailer. Uh, he did have some problems with Batman being on a horse. Yes. Um, <laughs> I, I, I stand by my argument that that's not Batman on a horse. That's Bruce it's Wayne really on a horse. It's, it's white privilege on a horse is what that is. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> so but so but he still doesn't have faith in the movie itself. Um, mm-hmm. Just based on Warner Brothers, DC Warner Brothers track record thus far. Yeah. Uh, me, on the other hand, I did not care for the trailer mm. and and have no faith in DC Warner Brothers. <laughs> so, although I will say this, I am very excited about Wonder Woman. That yeah. that movie looks like it's going to be good, and I'm really hoping that it can like turn things around, start start turning things around for the DC Warner Brothers franchise. Um, but yeah, the, the trailer did nothing for me. Um, I, I don't, I don't know, like without getting into like crazy detail, um, I want to say it started with Suicide Squad, maybe, maybe, yeah. I don't think Batman v Superman did something like that with their trailer, although they did release a great trailer and then yeah. the movie was awful. <laughs> Man of Steel released a great trailer. I did not care for Man of Steel. I know a lot of people feel differently about that particular movie Mm -hmm. but i didn't care for it um suicide squad when they did the the queen uh bohemian rhapsody yeah yeah and everyone was like oh yeah this is awesome looks funny i was like i like that song (laughs) yeah that's basically what it was you know but the like that it was just like pulling the wool over your eyes like Mm -hmm. look this looks exciting this movie's gonna be exciting and uh (laughs) april fools year round (laughs) Yeah, and so that's why I feel like with this, uh, I did not care for the the come together song that they're using because it just feels like <laughs> the same tactic they used with previous trailers. And yeah, um, I don't know. There's just so here. This- let me ask you this: like, so since we all can agree that DC's credit when it comes to making real life movies is shit. beyond shit, it's like it's like. A- 378 dude <laughs> i mean you got so much shit on your credit but so what will it have to take for them to somehow get some of the success that they get for the animated uh movies that they do like like what is it going to have to take for them to win over the audience and the nerd community back again i think it's going to take them slowing down mm. like just because they're trying to com- compete with Marvel, and that's that's the problem. Yeah, Marvel's way too far in, in, in the game right now. Yeah, they they got started sooner, and so they had time. How many movies were there before the first Avengers? There was there's quite a few. Yeah. Like they, you know, each character that was involved had a solo. Well, 
I think yeah, Iron Man each, had what, like two episodes. Yeah, two yeah he had out? two at the time. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had uh, two Iron Mans. What Thor, Captain Hulk, America. Captain America. Yeah, the Hulk with um, yeah. Ed, Ed Norton. Ed Norton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, you had all those movies that that led up to that before you actually launched the Avengers, and then they're just trying to like rush everything. Yeah. You know, like you had Man of Steel. And then you <laughs> had Batman v Superman, which w- which was really them trying to cram the Justice League into that movie. And yeah. it's like, whoa, you guys haven't established anything. Let's dial it back for a second. Yeah, that's right, because I did have uh, yeah. Wonder Woman in it, too, didn't it? Wonder Woman, and then she had the file where Lex Luthor was the fucking yeah. gr- world's greatest detective and got everybody's shit, Cyborg and Flash. D- designed yeah. Designed, designed all their the logos, movies. made the costumes for them, wiped their ass. Yeah, <laughs> he's the, he's the Alfred of the Justice League now. But yeah, I mean, it's like every week that you hear something about Justice League. Like me and uh, John Stone from Superpower Movie Podcast talked about this. Like, there's going to be a Green Lantern in the movie, and is it going to be one of the four Green Lanterns because we're having uh, the Green Lantern Corps come next, or is it going to be a different Green Lantern? And just all this stuff just keeps coming out. And they are playing catch up. They're cramming too much, like, you know, 20 pounds of shit in a five pound bag. Everything's just spilling over, and people are like, eh, I don't really like this. Yeah, and it sucks too because each individual one got a really good story. Oh, yeah. You know, they got great stories, but kind of what Mike said, they're, they're not, you're not giving them enough time to actually educate the world on these particular people's characters. No. No yeah, character growth. No, and they're and also like they they do have such great stories. And when you have your video games, when Injustice, Gods Among Us has mm. a more interesting story than your live action movies, there's a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's you know? a good point because yeah. I am excited for Injustice Two. Yeah, and all you got like you know what? Don't go to the movies. Just play Injustice Two. <laughs> just play Injustice. Or, hell, just watch somebody that completes the game. Watch all the cut scenes and, and everybody's story on YouTube. Yeah, or yeah. Twitch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Watch Mike stream Injustice Two. There, there you go. go. That's, that's better than even going to the movies to see a Justice League. That's right. We're gonna we're gonna do a a launch party for that game. Oh mm. really? Yeah, we're gonna have some people over and just talk all kinds of trash and <laughs> and play the game and uh, stream it. Should should be fun. Hopefully, mm, nice. Dude, I, I'm looking forward to all these games. What all these games? Like all the games I haven't got to play because my PlayStation. Oh, Remember we had to make that list. Did I know. Make it? Yeah, I made like a couple. <laughs> so you, need, you, need, you need to get rid of some of your old games, dude. I That's do. just what it is. You got so many games in your PlayStation that you're not even playing. I can guarantee. For a motherfucking deal that has 500 go, gigabytes, it you should. Got too much shit on there, dude. I have 12. I don't even have 12 games. Apparently I have. You do. No, apparently I, I got don't. some bullshit on there. No, the sorry, fucking system sorry. is bullshit. Sorry, right Mike. Now. You had to. You have to <laughs> listen to us bicker with each other. Uh, fucking... Elijah's a hoarder, and he needs I'm not to clean a his shit out. I like my games. I like playing my games, but it'll only allow me to play some. On PlayStation, how many fucking. I didn't have to get rid of none of my games. PlayStation 2, I didn't have to get rid of none of my games. Why don't you have We're a fucking. We're in 2016, dude. Sorry. Move with care. the times. No. Move with the times. Fuck that. Then you don't yeah. play games. I got, I got your bag, Elijah. I still own my PlayStation 2. I don't know where it is, but I have it. <laughs> but I have it in the back somewhere. Okay. So one of the things that I wanted to say, going back to Justice League 2, or. <laughs> Justice League 2. Sorry, it, guys. It feels that way. Yeah. Doesn't it feel that way? <laughs> no, it <Yes>. really does. <laughs> but going to Justice League is that I felt like more of the deal 
more the trailer was to showcase Aquaman because people don't, don't like Aquaman and, and don't know. A lot of people don't know who the fuck he is. Yeah. <laughs> And then also uh, to reassure that Ezra Miller is a great choice for Flash versus Grant Gustin. That's what I kind of felt like. They had the, you know, Batman and Wonder Woman talking about assembling the team. Then you see fucking, oh, and then then Cyborg's deal, like when he came and shoulder tackled that car, that tank, I was like, I could have did without that. I just want to see him shooting somebody, but. I feel like it was just to explain those two characters. Like Jason Momoa has a personality, so this is going to be fun. Then it has Barry Allen talking to Bruce Wayne, and he's, I'm rich. That's going to, that's real fun. That's going to capture all the kiddies' hearts and just kind of show them that we're having fun this time. This is going to be an event for the family. Go ahead and pay all this money for these tickets before uh, Black Friday and Christmas come, and you guys will just be loving this all throughout the holiday seasons. Yeah, I, the problem is, though, they – when uh, when the Suicide Squad trailer came out and they had what looked like funny bits in the trailer and people really reacted to that, you know, the the lighter side of, of DC is what everyone thought. And then hmm. you remember that story about, oh, well, we're going to do some reshoots yeah. to make the film funnier. And honestly, like the end result really wasn't that funny in places like it was a, a lot of the best bits were just from the trailer. Trailer, yeah. And I'm hoping that because Zack Snyder is still directing this, like I'm, I just feel like that's going to be just the trailer mm. that has those lighthearted moments, and the movie itself is still just going to be this angsty, dick-shaped spaceship, <laughs> fucking <laughs> Justice League movie. That you know, like I just I don't know. I, I I'm really having my doubts um, about a lot of things. And yes, there were funny moments in the trailer. But there's just so many things about it that bother me. Like, and I've said this on our show a number of times. But the fact that Batman is recruiting the Justice League as Bruce Wayne, Tony Stark, bothers the <laughs> hell out of me. Yeah. Batman does not reveal that he's Batman to no. people. Like, that's just not what he does. And so, I, I'm with you on that one. It, that one, because that's kind of what I was saying. I was like, dude, just instead of him riding in on that fucking horse, use that, <laughs> use his fucking bat jet, bat copter, fucking bat shark repellent, whatever he needs to. Everything needs to have a bat on it, and go find Aquaman, and then leave. He needs to be in the cave, find these people, scouting them, and then from the shadows, you see two eyes light up. Hey. I need you on my team. Boom. They turn around. That some bitch is gone, but there's a bat, uh, battering there with this, <laughs> with the location. Just do it yeah. that way. I mean, they're taking the Batman yeah. out of it. It's basically, you're going to see, uh, and the part where Jason Momoa comes up, he's like a bat suit. I dig it. You know, that means the majority of the film, he has not seen Batman mm-hmm. in his costume. He doesn't know who the fuck he is. He just knows that he's a recruiter, which is a damn shame. A, a goddamn shame. So on a brighter note, let's talk about a company that does know how to do game, or movies, movies correctly. What about that Spider-Man Homecoming, Mike? Uh, oh my goodness, I <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait uh, about that. Like uh, to to finally see a young yes. Peter Parker, a yes. young Spider-Man is is amazing. That looks like this film's going to be great. Michael Keaton excited to see him back in the superhero genre, even yeah. if he is playing a villain, because that guy can act his ass off whether he's a good guy or a bad guy or just a you know an average joe being funny like that guy puts in the work and and makes uh quality movies like, yes he does yes and uh, that line gets me every time he's like he, he's talking to peter like i just want to let you know i'll do whatever it takes to protect my family i'll fucking kill you 
I'm like, oh, Michael, <laughs> God damn, are you still the same person I saw in Multiplicity and Beetlejuice? God damn it. Kill his ass. I'm, I'm rooting for Vulture to kill Spider-Man. But, I mean, everything is looking good for it. Again, I thought that Tony would have a part in the movie. I didn't know he was going to be the moral compass, learning mm-hmm. from his mistakes. and. But that's cool, like how yeah. he did that, too. Like Because Tony's able – we've learned about his mistakes. We understand his mistakes. Yeah. We understand why he's – you know, potentially now can go into a a young uh, Parker and let him know about getting hit with the superhero bug and getting hit with the humble pie. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, hey Peter, you, you're fucking up. You know, from, <laughs> this comes from a man who comes from a long line of fucking up. <laughs> you're fucking up. Give me the suit back. But I do like the fact that they have to build this character up. Spider-Man is being built, you know, grabbing his fucking bootstraps, and then I'm I've got to do it anyway. Yeah, and thank goodness it doesn't look like another origin story. Mm. Like I, you know, I can only stand <laughs> seeing Bruce Wayne's parents killed so many times, and <laughs> Uncle Ben killed so many times. Like we, we get it, we, we know, we know what happens. So let's let's do something different. And see, this is what happens, folks. When you have a good movie trailer and the company has a good track record, you don't have to spend all this time talking about it. You saw the shit. You know how good this shit is. Yeah. We creamed four times just talking about this shit. I heard it over the phone just now, <laughs> over Skype with Michael. It's, <laughs> I can't even make the sound. It was very, very <laughs> thorough, sir. But outside of that, we also did get the It trailer. How was it? You didn't see it? You guys didn't ask me. I just asked y'all. Oh, assumed. you some bitch. <laughs> yeah, I assumed that I <laughs> I, I did assume. I was like, oh, Richard, saw this? Yes. Did, yeah. You saw it, Michael, didn't you? I did, yes. What did you think? Um, you know, I mean, I don't necessarily know that it needs a remake, but I feel that way about a lot of remakes. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it does look good. I mean, you have to understand, I think the original It was a TV movie. Um I mean, it's still great and scary, but I want to say it was made for TV. It's like super long. It was in two parts. Yeah. Um, Wasn't and on this Lifetime? is not that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 was on Lifetime. <laughs> but yeah. this this is going straight to theaters. It looks, you know, it's going to be a more condensed version of the story. Um, but I mean, visually, yeah, it, it looks creepy as, as as all get up. So. Yeah, people are actually noticing there have been so many kids and, and even adults missing from this town. Like, your ass might want to move. Like, I don't know if I could just keep living there and be like, you know what? You know, Billy went missing last week. You guys want some soda pop or some shit? Like, whatever kids say. I want, But the remakes now are just kind of getting, like you said, kind of annoying. Like, when I heard, the, oh, they're going to remake Big Trouble in Little China. Like, don't, don't do that. They're going to yeah. remake Jumanji. As much as I like Kevin Hart and The Rock, uh, don't don't do that. Which, uh, and that's not even that old. It's no, really isn't. I just I didn't know they were remaking it. Really? Yeah, they're remaking that. With I the think, Rock and, and Kevin Hart? Hart, and then it's like a yep. team of four. That's a man. That's like a Robin Williams classic. Like just yeah. let let that. And let it was depressing be. too because Robin Williams fucking got David Allen Greer fired from his job. He's an asshole. Mm. Little yep. little kid Robin Williams, but they're doing all these remakes. And I don't know if they're needed, but I did watch. And I was like, man, fuck that clown, dude. I'm out. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. <laughs> fuck all of y'all. I told my wife. I said, you know, if you hear something and you don't move, that's on you. That's, <laughs> we know the protocol. Get the fuck out. That's the only protocol we need. And you're still sitting here trying to figure out what it is. Because she asked me what a noise was last night. I was already getting up. <laughs> 
So I don't know what the fuck it is. I know we don't we didn't bring nothing else in this damn room with us. So uh, you you got your keys or, or do you want me to grab mine? Let the dogs out; they can run. They'll be all right. But the the other trailer I saw was, and I'm, I got tired of uh, paranormal activities because it's just this long fucking story going into the future, into the past, yeah, other dimensions. I gave up on that long time ago, dude. Well, now I've I've seen the trailer for Annabelle Creation, and. <laughs> I, I don't know if I care about these again, like Chucky. This is a fucking doll. If you throw, I, oh, I just I saw that on Facebook this morning. Actually. Yeah, yeah. If the, you throw the yeah. fucking doll out and it shows back up, you get the fuck out. You know, if you try to take that bitch into the church and you get knocked down by the devil, you know, you shouldn't have even mess with it. You should have known beforehand. But. I don't know if I need any more horror movies. It kind of goes back to what Mike was saying. You know, it's, it's all about that white uh, white privilege. Yeah. Being, <laughs> me being black is enough of a horror story as I need. <laughs> so, uh, you know you know what I'm talking about, Michael, don't you? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah you yeah. cosplayed as Luke Cage before. You know. You know, walking in Harlem. <laughs> but let's do this. Let's take one more last pause for the cause. Then we'll come back and let people again know where they can find you, all the things you're doing, and the Jack of All Nerds show podcast you're going back to arkham joker <laughs> oh that's fine by me bats at least there i get to listen to the jack of all nerds show on chaotic radio sundays from 8 to 10 p.m the jack of all nerds sundays from 8 to 10 p.m that's what i just said bats try to keep up will you that's the show where they talk about comics movies gaming sci-fi fantasy comedy pop culture and a number of other things exactly and it's hilarious i know right i mean uh why bat brain are you a fan Oh, Batsy, we have something in common. Looks like it could be love. <laughs> Shut up, Joker. Let's go listen to it together, Bats. Hello. This is Elijah Bailey here. I saw what you tried to do there. What? You're about to attempt that was. a Joker. Yeah, because I feel like my throat is... you realize... That we have the Joker, Joker so... Exactly, yeah. Because yeah. I could do it that one day when I sent you that deal when yeah, my voice was messed really up. Good, man. I, I don't think it's as, as raspy as it was. It's a little bit deeper you know, today. You don't have the confidence anymore. I think that's what it I is. I don't. I'm, I'm shaking. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> nope. No, no. It's Stop. not going to work. If, if, don't don't think about it. Just go for it. Just do ooh, it. I like that. He just, just gave me he, he did. He did. Uh, this, I feel like I'm being coached as a voice actor now. It's Mr. J. No, didn't work. It's close. Hey, that, that was that was close. It was creepy. It was yeah. uh, it was Ooh, creepy, and that's, that's I feel like the Joker needs to be creepy. So thank you. Can can we hear it just one more time, Michael? Well, I suppose I can you know do something for the fans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, son of a bitch! I just record. That's my uh, ringtone now. God damn it! Well, one of the. One of the hosts of uh, another show at the station had me uh, record uh, a message to. <laughs> it's, it's messed up. It's really it's screwed up parenting, honestly. But his, <laughs> his his children are terrified of the Joker, and so yes. he he would threaten them. 
that he's like, I know the Joker, and if you don't behave, I'm gonna oh. get and, he, and he had me record a, a video and send it to him on his phone as the Joker so that he could like scare his kids with it. He's a he's a horrible human being, but I love I've him. I've been watching. He said it was horrible, horrible idea, but 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 I did it, and it was it was fun. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> teach those little bastards fucking not eat their vegetables again. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. But where can people find you in all of your heavenly glory? Uh, well, you can go to our website, which is the Jack. Well, no, it's not the. It's jackofallnerdshow.com. <laughs> Don't add a the. Don't do it. Um, and that has links to all of our social media. We're on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, all at Jack of All Nerds or slash Jack of All Nerds. Um, and now on Twitch, uh, forward slash Jack of All Nerds as well. Um, nice. Yeah. On Twitch. And, and, and don't forget, you can also stream us live Sunday nights from 8 to 10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on chaoticradio.com. And that's chaotic with a K. And bring a condom with a K. Yes. We can do that. That's the long one. It will not break. <laughs> it will not break. And where can people find you, Richard? Blackened <clears throat> Studios on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also check out our website, blackenedstudios.com. And if you shop from Amazon, click on them damn links. Bookmark it. That way, every time you go to Amazon, it does not charge you anything extra, but does kick back a little bit here at the studio. Yeah, and you don't have to look for that some bitch if it's bookmarked. Nope. You can find anything and everything that you need to know about The Elijah Bailey Show on Facebook at the official Elijah Bailey Show Facebook page. You can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Elijah Bailey Show without the W, that's S-H-O. Also, there is an Elijah Bailey Show Tumblr now, which you can follow. Naughty. I know. Very naughty things go down on Tumblr. Oh, they do. <laughs> oh, that first picture I posted of that mic. You will not believe the responses I got back. <laughs> <laughs> but you can also send any questions or comments or topics that you want to hear on the show at ElijahBaileyShow at gmail.com. Now, if you fucking hate emailing, which I do. Now, if it's something long, go ahead and email. But I don't. I do because all the – yeah, you don't because you don't like answering your phone. So that's the only way to communicate with you. <laughs> but, like, for me, I have, like, 400 uh, emails every single day, which is nerve – it just gets on my nerves. Too Plus, much naughty stuff. No, no, that's not it. That's all the podcasts I do. They're all on my phone. Naughty. No, it's not naughty. It's good. But then also all the spam that comes through. So just simply go to iTunes, subscribe, rate, and review. In that review, leave your topic choice, your comment. Or if you just want to say, hey, Richard and Elijah, we love you. We accept that. That feeds our soul. Because as you know, at Black & Studios... Your downloads keep us alive. If you want us to die, if you want to purposely kill somebody, then don't download the show. But if you're a good-natured person, you will download this show. You will listen to this show. You will love this show. And you will follow every special guest that we have on this show. If not, not only we die, but puppies die. So just remember that, sons of bitches. Um, <laughs> also, you can find, I think there's up to 30 exclusive content that's up on Patreon now. Go to www.patreon.com forward slash Elijah Bailey Show with the W. And you can see all of our Patreon from any articles I've written for My Fancy Sports Talk to the personal messages me and Richard have left, the videos, exclusive episodes. You get the show a day early. And you can even put in some contributions to have a anywhere from coffee to a cocktail with me and Richard, 20-minute Skype session on podcasting, fitness information, martial arts information, um, social media marketing information. I mean, there's a lot of different tiers, and we try to give you as much as you give us. For this being an international show, and I got to do this, shout-outs to California, 
New York, Oklahoma, Texas, Washington, Canada, the UK, the Philippines, the Federation of Russia, uh, Zimbabwe, where, uh, Portugal, Australia, and then also Virginia. Thank you guys for being the top listeners for the podcast. Not saying we don't have listeners anywhere else. If I didn't mention you, I, I appreciate you. I love you. But these guys are topping the charts every single week that we download a show. And they're showing their love and appreciation. So I just wanted to give you guys a very special thank you. Uh, Michael, thank you for coming on the show today. Yes, thank you, sir. No, thank you guys for having me. Um, again, it's it's not that often that I get to be on Oklahoma's most beloved podcast. Son of a so. bitch. You, I just, I'm sorry, I got hard right there just hearing that. <laughs> thank you. I've, I've been hard on episode. You've been hard all episode. <laughs> Dude, you might need to go get that check. Yeah. You know they say longer than four hours. Sorry, we only, we only hit an hour, so I'm all right. Oh, I'm shit. You got, good. you got three more. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, but that time. Go run a marathon with that. <laughs> Excuse me, miss. Can you help me? Like, ah! <laughs> God damn it. Does anybody have any gum? All right. So. Awkward photo finish, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> but this has been the Elijah Bailey Show. One more time, thank you, Michael. Oh, thank you, guys. It was a lot of fun. Thank you, Richard Taplin. I'm nothing. Thank you. And I will catch your ass in the next podcast. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Elijah Bailey here at the end of the show to give you everything that you want and need to know. Now, thank you once again for joining the Elijah Bailey Show podcast with Richard and I and our special guest, Mr. Michael motherfucking the Joker Maxwell. But let's get to some other things this week. So first off, cosplay of the week comes from the phenomenal Lady X Skull. She has crushed absolutely crushed the game as not only young Chi Chi but also as Freakazoid a genderbender Saitama Lady Captain America Bowser, Mandark and Lana from Archer and many many more characters you cannot go wrong so follow her on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at Lady X Skull that's L-A-Y-D-I-E X-S-K-U-L-L now podcast of the week is one of my favorites by far lately the getting grown podcast from loudspeakers network kaya and jade are two happy and hard-working black city black women who are just trying to learn how to adult for real join them each week for kitchen table talk petty peas and lessons in black women's self-care as they try to figure out life after 30 something you can find them on itunes make sure to check them out and let them know the elijah bailey show sent you now for anime and manga of the month this month your anime of the month is soul leader soul leader is set at death weapon meister academy dwma for short located in the fictional death city in the nevada united states the school is run by shinigami also known as death as a training facility for humans with abilities to transform into weapons as well as their wielder to wield those weapons called meister they go on so many kind of adventures from witch hunts to fighting lust and anger and hate and death itself check this anime out it's one of my all-time favorites again anime of the month is solely now manga of the month is a little bit darker it is berserk where we follow our main character guts guts is a wandering mercenary whose entire world from birth is warfare and bloodshed born from a hanged corpse his adoptive mother rescues him, soon dies from the plague, and then his adoptive father enlists him in his mercenary group. From there, he's exchanged, he's subsequently sexually assaulted, and develops a strong disliking of being touched until he challenges Griffith, 
once he loses to Griffith, he's with the band of Hawks and that's where everything ensues because this little love triangle hate relationship drifts them apart. You have to read it if you haven't. They've recently released an anime, which is on season two, but manga of the month is berserk. Thank you guys. I'm Elijah Bailey and I will catch your ass in the next podcast. All right, stay tuned, folks. Here is the exclusive hit, Baki Beatdown from Jarvis. Who dig your white? DJ Racist Clownfish. Racist Clownfish, you can't put your name on Nev's work. All you did was mix the track. You did not produce the beat. Five punches to your chest like dopo. No standing, no bro. You ain't Jiro, you're Matovic. I'm talking pre-combat arts. I got secrets, Ryokyo combat arts. I got moves, call me Hama. Bite your face off. Like I'm Jack Zama, call your mama. I broke her like the ogre, move over. I leave you lame as old Mount Toba. My hair stand and understand, man. I'm here to fight you, bite you, kill, slice, and dice you. I'm Sashi. I see, you think I'm joking, water in your eyes leaves you passed out and choking, I'm melting so fast, I stay cockroaching, Goku Shibukawa style, throw the crush throating, Baki, man, I stay reading it, it it gaki science got me live and breathing it. What's up Elijah Bailey, podcasting for life, keep doing the thing you do man, that one's for you and rich keep it real out there peaceful hellion go to heaven that was my girl vanessa what's up vanessa hit me with that guy again real quick now i'm playing and i'm out